welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Well, today I want to ask you something. What can you invest in today that will virtually be guaranteed to go up by at least 10% in the next 12 months? And the answer could surprise you uh, because I believe there's something you can buy today that is going up in, in price. I just know it. Now, it's not a stock. It's, I'm not talking about a property. I'm not talking about buying gold or cryptocurrency. I'm talking about something very, very simple that, that you probably buy every month. Now, What's the purpose of investing? When you invest in something, the idea is to buy something, an asset or, or an investment class that you think will go up in value over time, right? You wouldn't buy an investment today that you thought would go down in value or you would lose money. The idea of investing, I'm not talking about putting your money in the bank. I'm talking about investing in something like an asset that you think this is going to go up in value or this is going to give me a dividend or an income over the over the period. So you're investing to make money. So what can you buy that we know is going up in value? Well, look, I've talked about it all this week. Inflation is putting, pushing up the price of everything you buy in your supermarkets on a daily basis from food to cleaning items. And, and what is the rate of inflation? Well, the official rate of inflation here is around 4%. In America, they're looking at uh, you know over 5%. But Peter Schiff, the investment guru and, and long-term investor and writer, said that if you apply the inflation figures that or the, infl the inflation, the way that the governments calculate inflation nowadays, if you applied the way it was calculated in the 1980s to, to today's figures, now remember in the 1980s we had high inflation, 10-15%. If you applied the same way they calculated inflation today as they did, you know, 30 or 40 years ago, the inflation rate today would be over 15%. So they've they've manipulated and fiddled the figures and and taken certain things out to make it look like inflation is not really what it is. Whereas we know if you're going out and buying stuff, we know that it, inflation is higher than three or four percent. Things are going up much much faster, sometimes by fifty percent. So in other words, like today, I was out buying some household goods, right? Just just things like this: toothpaste, bleach, uh, you know, washing dishwasher tablets. Uh, you know, soap and um, cleaning stuff and all this sort of stuff. Now, I've got a local t pound land. I can go and buy this for a pound. But how long, much longer will this be a pound? I, I don't think it'll be very, very long before this will be probably in the two pound section. You know, there's an old joke about pound land. People going in and saying, how much is this? You say, a pound. How much is this? A pound. And everything used to be a pound. They said, what are you asking for? But it's not true now. Now, certain things are going up to two pound and three pound and five pounds. So I think within the next few months, prices of these goods will go up by more than 10%. I, I, I would expect something like this maybe, uh, to, instead of selling for a pound, they're either going to reduce the, the, the packaging to that size, so you're effectively paying £1.50. Uh, bleach is going to go up, soap powders. And in fact, we know this because one of the, the biggest manufacturers of household goods, Procter & Gamble, is one of the largest consumer companies that you've probably never heard of in the world, has revenues of 76 billion, employs 100,000 people. 
They make everything from, you know, Crest toothpaste, Gillette razors, uh, Pampers nappies, uh, aerial soap powder, everything, you, you know, most of the things you can see in the shop are made by, by Procter & Gamble and the other companies are the companies like Unilever um, and Nestle that make all these household goods, staple goods. And these companies make money year after year, come rain or shine, in you know, boom or bust. They're always making money, which is why people like Warren Buffett invest in companies like this, because they're, a, they're an evergreen staple company, boring kind of company, really, but they'll always make money. Now, they've announced that they that, that their products will be going up in price. And you can check this yourself uh, because of uh, things like increased shipping costs, manufacturing costs, all these things that their products will soon go up in price. So I would expect to see a lot of these things going up uh, very, very soon. Now, even though these companies have probably been able to, to buy their raw materials and, and buy their shipping costs well in advance. So they're not suffering anything at the moment. But if, if they've got raw materials now and, and they can manufacture them, those at last year's raw material prices that they buy on the futures market, they can probably make a killing now because they can sell it for a higher price right now. It's a bit like when the price of oil goes up or price of petrol goes up. You know, the garage has got all this uh, petrol in in on, underneath in the, in the tanks, and immediately by midnight their prices have gone up. Well, they, hang on, they bought that oil years ago, months ago, and and yet immediately the consumer is paying more. But when prices go down, they hang on to the higher prices, don't they? And then they gradually put them down. So what I'm saying is, if if you wanted to make money now, if you if you were able to buy this today at 10% cheaper than it it would be in in a few months time, and you put it away and keep it then you are making a hundred times what you would make on your bank deposit account because your bank deposit account is paying you just, just over 0.1%. So if you can make 10% on your money by putting it into dishwasher tablets, then you've made a hundred times more than you, you have by leaving that money in, in the bank. Now, it sounds like a silly idea. You probably think I'm mad. I'm not suggesting that you put all your savings into toothpaste and and, and soap. But it's, it's a demonstration of, of inflation, how it's going to affect you. Now, years ago, uh, when, when I had a, a busy business, an office, and we were dealing with a lot of postage and sending stuff all over the place by post, um, I, I remember a time when uh, Adam Crozier took over the post office and he was changing everything, sacking everybody, cutting down the number of deliveries and collections and all this sort of stuff, and putting up prices. And there was a time when prices we knew were going up by 30%. Stamps were literally by the next month, they were going up by 30%. So I thought, well, hang on, this is going to affect our cost. So I went out and I bought a thousand pounds worth of stamps. It sounds a bit crazy. Now, nowadays, I would never use a thousand pounds worth of stamps. But in those days, that was probably our postage usage over, over a couple of months. So I just bought as many stamps as I could. And immediately that was a profit of 30%, a money saving of 30%. Now, I couldn't make that in, in the bank. I probably couldn't make that in a stock or a share or, or even a property in, the, in that period. Now, obviously, you can't put all your savings into that. You can't scale this up to make a lot of money, but you can stock up on things now uh, to, to avoid future cost prices. Now, is this panic buying? Well, no, I don't think it is panic buying. It's investing. You know, when when uh, investors and banks think that the price of gold is going to go up and they buy all the gold they can, that's not considered panic buying. That's considered sensibly investing. When we know that the price of gas is going up and, and you say, well, I want to 
buy my gas for a year. I'm going to pay for a year's gas and I'm going to get a discount like, like the middle classes do. That's not considered panic buying of gas. That's just sensible forward thinking. There are many shopping clubs where you can do this. Actually, there are shopping clubs, especially in America, when in rural areas, they have these shopping clubs where they go out and buy uh, at the best rates and they club their money together and they can buy in bulk and this sort of thing. Th these are things that people might need to start thinking about again when these prices go up, because we know that the price of fuel is going up, price of petrol, the price of oil has gone up to 80 dollars or more a barrel now. So we know that the price in the pump, we can see it. It's gone up by more than 4% inflation. This is nonsense. We know that the price of, of everything in the supermarket is, is going up. And you can see that the prices are getting higher and the packages are getting smaller. You can see it's a bit of a, a, a con already, you know, but you, you have to accept it because you need these things. And, and we know that the government is bringing in green taxes now. Um, they are Taxes are going to go up left, right and centre. It could be a direct tax like, um, you know, tax, just a tax that's directly hitting you, like income tax. I'm not saying income tax is going up, but it could be a direct taxation or it could be an increased indirect taxation, such as uh, a higher higher fees, higher higher costs for businesses. We know that the taxes are going up. And, and this is to pay for, first of all, all of the spending that the government has done, spending of our money in the last couple of years to pay for it, for everything, pay for lockdowns, etc. And, and, and also for this green agenda that the, uh, well, let's face it, a conservative government is bringing in a green agenda that is more akin to the Green Party or, or, or a far left party. You know, they're, they're even taxing people now. On, they will be taxing people on mortgages. Mortgage lending will become more difficult and harder to obtain on a property that's not properly insulated. Uh, mortgage, mortgage lenders have been told that they must uh, discriminate between people who are buying properties that are less insulated and perhaps don't reach the uh, uh, the uh, lesser, what, what do you call this thing, the, the, the energy performance certificate. It's got to be a C or above, which mo most properties don't even achieve, particularly older properties. Um, and, and now they're going to start... Uh, we don't have got the details on this, but they're going to start uh, probably, probably making it more difficult to borrow and maybe make it more expensive to borrow money to buy a property that, that the government does not consider to be green and properly insulated. This is more akin to a, to a socialist policy. I, I just can't believe this. Um, that Rishi Sunak has also announced that uh, uh, big manufacturers will be also facing tax and more red tape according to its green agenda. Now, that's not going to encourage companies to stay here and, and, and build stuff in the UK in the post-Brexit. You know, let's build back Britain. Let's get more jobs for British people and all this sort of stuff. Let's have more trade agreements. Well, it's right having a trade agreement. But if you're just importing more stuff, that, that's not any good for the country. You want to be manufacturing here and making more stuff here. Meat is going to become more expensive. The government wants to encourage us to eat less meat, believe it or not. They're, they're telling us now, talk about the nanny state. They're telling us what we can eat. They want us to eat more uh, uh, synthetic types of foods and uh, meat alternatives. And we don't even know what is in this, this stuff. It could be a lot of rubbish that we're eating. At least you know if it's meat or vegetables, you know what that is. But I don't know what's in a vegetarian sausage, really. What is corn anyway? You know, is it really healthy? Do we know that it's going to be really good for us over the over the next 30 years? We don't really. At least we know where we are with the old good old meat and two veg, as they say. <laughs> I'm not suggesting meat's a good thing, by the way, but I'm just saying that this, this is like a, almost like a, an economic green reset. Everything is changing. Digital currencies are coming in. They're going to try and phase out cash. And, and, and certainly costs are going to go up. So whilst I'm not saying that you can... 
you know, invest all your money in toothpaste. What I am saying is if you want to stock up on, on non-perishable items, then you can save yourself quite a lot of money over the next couple of years. Obviously, it's not enough money to make a huge difference to your, to your life. It's not going to make you a fortune uh, unless you're a business and you're, you're, you know, you're cornering the market in something and then you're going to sell it on the market stall in, in, a, in, a, in six months' time. I'm not suggesting you do that, but I'm just saying if you've got money sitting in the bank uh, and you, know, you haven't got credit card debt because you, you ought to clear that credit card debt first, but you know, because that's costing you 16% per annum. But if you've got money sitting in the bank, then why not go out and stock up on non-perishable items? It's not pa- it's not panic buying, by the way. It, it's, well, I don't know why people are accused of that. It, it's, it's stocking up on things you know you're going to need for the next year or two, and you're buying them now while it's cheap instead of waiting until we know that they're, they're going up. And, you know, I think things are going to be difficult for people in the next uh, year or so with, with winter coming uh, the cost of gas going up for a lot of people. A lot of people switched to, to smaller supplies who've gone bust now. And now they're, they're back to the old EDFs and British gas paying quite a lot more than they, they expected this, this year. So uh, it, it's going to be a, a tight winter. So anything you can save on, I think you, you should look at that. Now, if you're thinking about um, interest rates, we, we know are going up next month. And uh, the pound has already, as, as I was saying yesterday, we, interest rates will go up. The pound has already gone up in value against the euro. So at least that's one bit of good news if you're going abroad. Um, and it's gone up against the dollar slightly. So the market is already expecting an interest rate rise. But at the moment, we, are, we seem to be the only country, only major economy in the world that is putting up interest rates. I don't know if we're jumping the gun, uh, but we know interest rates are going up. And, and we know that stocks and shares could face a downturn or a correction, uh, as the Bank of England have warned. The Bank of England have said this, not just me. Uh, I, I think they will anyway, because I think they're way overpriced. And, and, and we've had this stock market bubble going on for the last few years. But they're saying it could go down by the end of the year. They also put out warnings on cryptocurrencies. Uh, so, you know, just, just be careful what you invest in. If you think you don't invest in stocks and shares, take a look at your pension fund. If you're in a, a money purchase or, a, or an employer-based pension fund, you're probably mostly in stocks and shares. So talk to your financial advisor about that. So how can you protect yourself against all these things? Well, first of all, look at my podcasts. Look at my broadcasts on, on Facebook here, on 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 YouTube. It's all free. Please like and subscribe, share it. And also look at some of my free training where I go into how to invest money, how to save money. If, if you're looking at investing in property, I go into that as well, because uh, I still think there's opportunities in property. I, th- I think properties are a little bit overpriced or a bit toppy, but you can still make money in property, even if you don't have money to put down for yourself. You can still make money in, in a down market and an up market. There's opportunities there. There's always someone willing to sell at the price you want to buy. I know it's difficult at the moment because everybody wants the top dollar for their for their property, and it's difficult to find bargains. It's difficult to find good value, even in property or in shares, which is why Warren Buffett is is not buying much at the moment. He's been sitting on cash for the last few years. He's very patient. He's a very patient investor. Sits on 160 billion pounds worth of cash. You could buy companies with that sort of money. Uh, so. Properties are, are, are a little bit difficult at the moment, but I think if you can gear yourself up to learn how to invest, how to invest in stocks, how to invest in property, then you can you know, set yourself up for a good future. Because I think opportunities will come during the downturn, during a recession, during a property crash. That's when fortunes are made. So thanks for listening and have a, have a great evening. Thanks for your support, everybody, for liking and sharing my, my content. Thanks for everyone who tunes in and, and listens to me. Uh, great to see you and have a good evening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. 
The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.